It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours. Like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons' new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply. Star Wars 7x7, episode 523. Today we continue our series of non-spoiler looks at the characters of The Force Awakens and everything we know about them so far. Today's subject is the mysterious Finn. Punch it, Chewie. No traps, no moisture, no committees. Just rebel-rousing fun for everyday Jedis. It's the Star Wars 7x7 podcast with your host, Alan Voivod. Destiny Unleashed. Hey, Rebel Rouser. Welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host, Alan Voivod, and we were about to issue a correction. As it turns out, we were about to issue a correction on one of the things that we saw in the commercials regarding Rey. There was a commercial where we saw her walking down the stairs in one place, and BB-8 is very easily navigating the stairs behind her. And the immediate shot after that is a shot of the Resistance base and of General Leia and assorted other folks around a tactical display. And it occurred to me that just because you see one shot doesn't necessarily mean the other one is happening in the same place, i.e. Ray could have been walking down the steps into someplace in Maz Kanata's castle, for example, and not possibly be at the Resistance base. But, as it turns out, there has been a recently released behind-the-scenes, on-the-set feature. Again, Disney <laughs> is having a lot of fun with these, their Disney Channel uh, stuff that's going on there. And there is a scene where Princess Leia is out in the open air at the Green and Common set where the uh, where the Millennium Falcon is sitting out and where we see her and Han embracing. And there's a scene of her looking at someone. Or it looks like she's looking off into the distance, but the immediate shot after that is Ray standing there on Green and Common as well. I guess the implication is that Leia looking at Daisy Ridley at Ray and Ray looking at Leia. But either way, we know for sure that Ray is at Green and Common at some point at that resistance base. So... We don't have to do the erratum, <laughs> after all, for yesterday's episode. What a relief. All right, moving on. Let's talk about Finn, shall we? Famously, I would say, defined by his voiceover in the full trailer where he says, I was raised to do one thing, but I've got nothing to fight for. And what we've learned about his character so far, at least it also reflects on the First Order, is that he was trained at a very early age to hate anything related to the Rebellion or the Resistance, and that Luke Skywalker and his ilk were actually enemies of the state, as it were, enemies of the galaxy. But Finn appears to have a crisis of conscience. It seems to happen in the firebombing of the village in Jakku, where we see one of the scenes where there's a stormtrooper who's kind of whipping around, looking at everything that's happening around him, and we're presuming that is Finn, who then gets back on the transport and rips his helmet off in anguish and seemingly shocked at what's been going on, or heaven forbid, what he may have been actually doing in the first place. Anyway, he hooks up 
with Poe Dameron at some point. We know this because there has been a still photo of him in his Stormtrooper uniform minus the helmet with Poe Dameron. And there's also, from that behind-the-scenes Comic-Con footage, the image of a Stormtrooper leading Poe Dameron around in full gear. And yes, we sort of made an intuitive leap that considering both John Boyega and Oscar Isaac are five foot nine, that there was a good possibility it was John Boyega inside that costume, and it appears to have been the case. And out of that interaction, he comes away with Poe Dameron's jacket. Now, we are guessing, but it seems like a very safe assumption based on clips that we've seen here and there, that there is a TIE fighter that shoots up a landing bay inside the Star Destroyer. We are presuming that is Finn inside that TIE fighter who then flies away and is shot down by the Star Destroyer. His TIE fighter goes spiraling out of control and crash lands into Ku. However, he is able to walk away from the landing, and any landing you can walk away from is a good landing. And he happens to stumble upon the village where Ray is taking up a residence. So he and Ray meet up, and he tells Ray how bad things are with the First Order. And these scenes that we have seen in commercials where he said, you know, you haven't seen the things I've seen, and we all need to run. And it turns out that he and Ray and BB-8 definitely need to run. His TIE fighters come strafing the village where they're at. And we don't necessarily know at this point whether they're hunting Finn specifically or whether it's part of whatever raid was happening that gave Finn his crisis of conscience or what. Don't know. But he and Ray go on the run. They end up in the Millennium Falcon somehow. He ends up inside the turret on the bottom of the ship and at least shoots down one TIE fighter. We know that much from the commercials that we've seen so far. We also know that he, along with Ray, then meets up with Han and Chewie and finds out more about the background of the galaxy, <laughs> the dark side, and the Jedi, and how all of the legends and stories are true. And they go off to different planets together. And we know that Boyega and Finn, his character Finn, are seen at the rebel base, which is possibly Dakar, D-apostrophe-Q-A-R, and also on the Starkiller base, because he is seen in the snow as well. He's also on Takadana and goes into Maz Kanata's castle and then is subsequently captured by the First Order. And then the Resistance comes to the rescue, of course, and starts blowing up the place. And when Finn takes up the lightsaber against that apparently a riot control stormtrooper, I got to say that Finn's ability with the saber, you know, barring any just natural gifts that may or may not be there. I mean, we don't necessarily know what Finn's deal is. We don't know what his last name is. And again, J.J. Abrams has said, like with Ray, that it's a purposeful hold. We don't know for sure. But one thing seems certain is that even if you were a Force user and just not attuned to using the Force, that wouldn't necessarily mean you know how to handle a lightsaber. And yet, Finn handles his lightsaber pretty well, and it makes me wonder if that's because of the type of training that stormtroopers get. I mean, you see that riot control trooper being able to parry some of the uh, some of the swings that Finn takes with the lightsaber, and it makes me think that maybe Finn has had that same kind of stormtrooper training to allow him to fight against bladed weapons, for lack of a better way of putting it. And that just about does it for what we know about Finn at this point. I mean, we know some of his motivations, you know, his crisis of conscience and trying to decide who he's going to be in this universe. And we don't know yet how 
people get into the First Order. In other words, if he was raised at a young age to hate Luke Skywalker and anybody tied to the Rebellion, how did this happen and who were his parents and how did he end up in the First Order? Is this, you know, a familial thing where his mother and father part of the First Order and thus he was part of it as well? Was he, you know, abandoned, recruited? Like, how did he get in the First Order in the first place? These are questions that we don't have answers to whatsoever. And I don't think I've even seen answers and rumors and spoilers that I've seen over the past year and change. Oh, and we also know he has some sort of interaction with Captain Phasma, and we know that from the Captain Phasma talking helmet, <laughs> of all things, where one of the recordings is her saying FN2187 and giving him instructions. So there you have it. And any other things that you know about Finn that are non-spoilery, whether it is simply a fact that I haven't covered or it's a supposition based only on the facts that are known and officially given by teasers and trailers and commercials and behind-the-scenes stuff and interviews and magazine articles that are officially, uh, gosh, officially approved, basically. <laughs> then leave them in the comments for the blog post for this show's episode at sw7x7.com. All right, trivia, and then we'll send you on your way. Your feeble skills are no match for the power of a dark side. Last time we asked you how many guards were needed to push Han Solo's carbonite slab to Boba Fett's ship, and that is two. Today's question, where did Han plan to meet his Endor strike team at 0300? Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you go visit the Clone Factory, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And if you like what you've been hearing, support the podcast at patreon.com SW7x7. It's not just a simple man trying to make his way in the universe, it's destiny unleashed. podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, and all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2015 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.